Welcome to Confidence and Cocktails. My name is Sarah Pyland. I'm a certified health coach, weight loss specialist, and your host for today. So grab a cocktail and join me as we talk about health, body image, and all things relating to women's confidence. Yeah. Okay. Hi, everyone. It's Rainy from Oso oh Simply, and today we are going to be having one of my besties come on and talk about being confident in your nanny business. So, my friend Sarah over here. Sarah, can you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself? Yes. Hello. Um, so, my name is Sarah, as Rainy said. I am a certified health coach, and I run my own business called Happy Camper Coaching. So what I do is I help women lose weight without dieting and feel more confident in their body too. But as Rainy mentioned, we're going to talk today about confidence in our business and kind of in the workplace, which really go hand in hand. So I'm super excited about it and looking forward to that. Um, so me too, obviously, but I've tried really hard to say, to not say super excited again. Um, because I feel like it's just now part of my intro and today I'm super excited. Anyways. <laughs> Um, so Sarah, you are a health coach and I know that part of being a health coach is just really helping women, um, feel confident in themselves, which then obviously bleeds out into a lot of other areas of their life, especially business, um, being an entrepreneur. I have a lot of nannies that are watching right now that feel that they don't have enough experience or aren't good enough or they devalue themselves in one way or another and it really affects their business because they end up lowering their rates or they end up taking on too much responsibility for the money that they're getting or they end up allowing job creep to happen which is where they're getting more and more responsibilities and not actually getting any compensation for it so kind of what's your advice for that um lack of confidence in being an entrepreneur and being a woman in business yeah great question Um, I think there's like so many different aspects of that that we can dive into. But I think as I think being an entrepreneur and I think especially being a woman, a lot of times we have kind of this like when we tell people, oh, this is what I do for work. Like, oh, I run my own business or, you know, I set my own rates and, and my own hours. And I think a lot of times there's kind of this like feeling that like, oh, that's not a real job. And yes, like, we'll tell you that or not, not like, oh, that's not a real job, but they'll be like, oh, can you actually make enough doing that? Or like, they're really doubtful and you can tell it's like, they don't take you, they don't take what you do really necessarily seriously. And I think just keeping that in mind, going into it, being like, Hey, there's going to be people who don't understand what I'm doing here. And that's okay. But keeping it in mind, because when that happens, when we have people kind of make comments about that or it comes off that way, a lot of times what we'll do is like question ourselves. We'll start to question like, gosh, maybe I shouldn't be doing this. Like, is this too risky, you know? Or, you know, maybe we get really like frustrated or kind of irritated with the person who said something. Um, And then a lot of times that kind of transfers over into our business in the sense, like you said, not being firm on our rates allowing job creep to happen, getting more and more responsibility without putting up a barrier there. So that can affect us in a lot of different ways. So just keeping in mind, I think something that's been really helpful for me is that that people have good intentions, if that makes sense. People want what is best for us. 
but they don't necessarily always know what is best for us. So that kind of takes care of like the being irritated with people, just keeping in mind, like, you know what? This person probably said something because they care about me. They want what's best, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's true. And then going forward from there, um, I think a lot of us, whether it's from, I don't limiting beliefs that we've had as a kid or whatever it is, we can start to feel like, wow, maybe I shouldn't be charging enough or maybe I shouldn't be charging this much. Um, or am I really worthy of what I'm getting paid? So I think for that, just, you know, don't allow, it's like a rabbit hole. You start to kind of question yourself and you like funnel down this, like, oh, I'm not good at what I do. I'm a failure. I, you know, I don't really know what I'm doing, but a lot of this comes back to just like, like beliefs that we hold is true for ourselves. So maybe like, I don't know, one of the beliefs we hold is like, um, I don't really deserve to have a job that I love doing. That's a, that's a belief for many people, maybe because they've grown up with, um, you know, maybe their one of their parents ha- had this job that they hated and it was just like, well, I have to do what I have to do. You don't get to have fun when you're working. It's work, you know, so I, just different beliefs like that. And you start to kind of question and be like, well, maybe I don't really deserve, maybe this isn't possible, like to actually enjoy what I'm doing. But just being like, no, it is possible. You know, we look for evidence around us to back up these beliefs. So if that's the belief that we hold that, oh, this isn't this isn't really possible to have a job that I love or to run my own business, we start to look for beliefs to back that up. So when someone comes to you and they say, oh, yeah, are you sure you can make money? Oh, I had a friend who was a nanny and she didn't do very well with it or whatever the case is, you could start to back up those beliefs. But as with any belief, there's negative, there's things you can back up, but there's also like positives that you can look to kind of refute that belief. So, hey, this person, this person, this person have done it. So I can too, or I've been doing it. I've had success doing it, or, you know, I've done this training or I've done the just really backing up. Like, no, I am confident enough to do it. So, so much of it is how you think about it and looking for evidence around you to to back up what you want to believe. So if your belief is, no, I can succeed as a nanny, I can, I do have the power to be a good nanny, to set my own rates and be firm with them, to set my own schedule, then you start to look for evidence around you to back up that belief. So that's a big one. Go ahead. Guys, literally over here, I'm tearing up. I feel like she's speaking to my soul because let me just, let me just be real really quick. It, like I'm tearing up. Okay, I need to take a breath. <laughs> it has been so hard starting to put my nanny mentoring things out there and to put more of my business out there. So if you guys don't know, Oh So Simply has been up for almost two years. I've been a nanny for more than seven years and I literally still struggle with feeling insecure in having this business be so public because being on the internet, especially like having your business on the internet, you don't always get the feedback. And so you don't always know that people are loving it and people are like watching it and actually enjoying it and actually benefiting from it. You don't always know that. And so sometimes you feel like you're just throwing something out there and if someone sees it, they sees it, but, or see it, but if not like whatever, or if you're like me and you have 
a lot of content out there, but you're not really super great at marketing yourself, which is ironic because I worked in ads for so long. But anyways, um, <laughs> you're not great at marketing yourself and like putting products out there for people to buy, then you don't get any like feedback and it's demoralizing sometimes. Like it feels horrible. And so I have talked about her before and I will continue to talk about her until one of us dies, which is her podcast, Confidence and Cocktails, because I listen to it every Monday because it is so, it's like that boost of confidence that you just got from her talking. You get that in like an hour long sum once a week at the beginning of your week when you're going to start like fighting, you know, the wind. <laughs> and so it is perfect. Um, but I also do agree with what she was talking about, how feeling insecure in per, like personally um, about the way you look or the way you feel can bleed out into so many aspects of your life, um, it, you know, in your nannying career where you don't feel confident enough to set boundaries or the right rates or in your like it even bleeds out from there into am I a good wife? Am I a good daughter? Like, did I call my mom this week? You know, it just starts. You just start second guessing literally everything about yourself. Um, and so being confident is super important. So with that, it can be a bit overwhelming to figure out where to start rebuilding your confidence. Um, and a little of what Sarah was saying about having positive reinforcements or affirmations to combat the negative that we get from people that mean well, but don't say well, or just don't mean well sometimes, it happens. Um, but having that positivity, that's like the reframing of our mind and our thoughts and kind of the reframing of what we were taught to believe versus what we believe now or by what or what we want to do now that kind of plays tug of war with our beliefs that we were raised with. So part of that is reframing, but I'm kind of curious. So Sarah does have a program called the confidence camp and it is phenomenal. And so Sarah, can you tell us a little bit about your confidence camp and how that can help start laying the foundation for building your confidence as a nanny or as a woman in general? Yeah, definitely. First off, thank you for your sweet words. That's really nice of you. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's true. I do agree with the what you were saying about social media, like really resonated. Like when you're putting so much effort into something and you can't really sometimes see the effect that it's having because social media, you know, it's through screens. You put something out there and you don't always know what people think or do they like this? And again, you can, it's easy to spiral. Like, are people making fun of me? Do they think this is a joke? You know, but it's the same with like nanny when you're, I mean, I don't, I'm not any, an expert in how you go about getting a nannying job, but by any means, so correct me if I'm wrong, but when you're putting all this effort out there and you're putting out, um, you know, you're applying for different jobs. There are times where maybe you don't see the fruits of your labor right away. So again, that's another time where it's like, you have to be super mindful of your thoughts. Like, what am I thinking right now? Is this, are my thoughts kind of spiraling and going negative or am I able to look at the positive and reframe the situation and try to take what I can out of that? So, um, and yes, like you said, so much of confidence in our business or our relationships, friendships, whatever it is, stems from a healthy self-confidence and healthy security in ourselves and our own body. So that's really the goal in the confidence camp is, you know, I do work with people to lose weight without dieting. 
which we go over. We learn about like what foods are right for your body. I do have definitely that health spin on it, but so much of it is about learning to take care of yourself, telling yourself, hey, I'm important enough to prioritize myself. I deserve to take care of myself. My body deserves to be taken care of, you know, and when we don't feel good about ourselves, it's really hard to put ourselves out there. It's hard to show up on social media. It's hard to market ourselves, market our services. It's hard to apply for jobs when we don't feel, when we don't feel good about ourselves, when we feel like, you know, uncomfortable and kind of trapped in this body that we don't want to be in. So, so much of what we go over in the confidence camp is learning. Oh, I have a little friend here. <laughs> is, um, is just learning to take care of ourselves, learning how to feel confident. So, you know, one of the tips that we can talk about today, we kind of touched on it, like reframing the situation. We talked on that before, you know, being mindful of the beliefs we have when we're kids. And, and I think it's important to say too, a lot of these beliefs, like we all have these beliefs, limiting beliefs, beliefs that kind of hold us back or that tell us if we, do this, then this is going to happen, this bad thing, you know, or maybe a fear that we have. These aren't like our parents are bad people and they're putting these beliefs on us. Everyone has them. And it might be from parents. It might be from situations that you observed as a kid. Um, so it's not like a bad thing to have these beliefs. We all have them. So it's not like, you know, you're bad or you need to work on something if you have them. We all have them. And it's a constant, I feel like, our whole lives we have to work through limiting beliefs to move forward. Um, but one of these limiting beliefs, I think specifically with like feeling confident about ourselves, feeling confident in how we look, how we feel, um, a lot of that can be helped with like positive self-talk. So, so many people, I mean, I think, I can't remember the statistic off the top of my head, but I wanna say it's like 95% of people have these like like, I hate you moments. Like they look in the mirror and are just like, I hate you. Like, I hate this body at least like once a week, which is insane. It's so sad. It's really heartbreaking when, you know, I think for, I think for men too, but for women, especially it's like, we put so much pressure on how we look. And when we don't look a certain way, then we just feel like we hate our bodies, you know? So again, something to be mindful of. And when we're having those moments, when we're sitting there, which again, I think most of us at one point or another, you know, struggle with that. Even when you work on it, it still can be a struggle. Um, like for me personally, I know I've shared my story before on this on my own podcast. So if you've heard this, uh, bear with me. But like for me personally, it was like, I'd look in the mirror every day and just be like, Ugh, I'm so fat. Every day I would tell myself that, you know? And I think that's a pretty common one is, is focused on weight. But a lot of it is just, you know, oh, I'm so dumb. Oh, I'm so stupid. We tell ourselves these things all the time. And so, so much of that comes back to how we feel about ourselves. Like we don't always connect that. We don't always think that how we think is actually going to affect how we feel, but it does. It's like, you know, you hear all these examples all the time. People will be like, I was skinny, but I was miserable because they still thought they were heavy. They still thought they didn't look good, you know? So it has more to do with our thoughts than it does our physical appearance. Actually, it's like our, our thoughts affect us more than reality. <laughs> we kind of create our own reality with our thoughts. So 
you know, I think it's the same with any business when we're telling ourselves like, oh, I'm no good at this. Oh, I'm a failure. And again, we all have times. I know I struggle with it too in business. It's new to me feeling like, oh, I'm not seeing maybe this week. I feel like I put a ton of effort in and I, I can't tell if it's resonating with people you know, is it getting the results I want? And it's easy to kind of spiral. So, you know, we're all works in progress, but it's something to really be mindful of and, and just be mindful of our thoughts. And when we are going down like this negative rabbit hole, just pausing and saying, okay, let's think something positive. Okay. Maybe I didn't get the result I wanted. Maybe I turned in, you know, if you're a nanny, maybe I applied to three jobs and I haven't heard back from any of them maybe spinning that to be like, Hey, you know what? I've got a lot of experience applying for jobs and I'm doing everything in my power to get a job, to, to find a good family that I want to work with and trusting that I'm putting in the effort, all the, I'm doing all the things I need to be doing. I'm putting in the effort and things are going to work out. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on that since your expertise is obviously more (laughs) focused on nannying. (laughs) Yeah. So completely agree with this. Like I was thinking of a couple of examples specifically as a nanny. One of the ones I hear so often and it like, uh, it it starts to annoy me. Let's be real. (laughs) But it's when the nanny is having a rough day. Like nannies have lives. Okay guys. Like, I don't know who out there thinks that a nanny is just like a teacher when you're little and you think your teacher like lives under their desk at school and like doesn't (laughs) ever leave the classroom. People think that about nannies and they're just like, oh, well, if you're not with a kid, like, what are you doing? Sleeping? Like nothing. So we have lives. I know that for me, I'm married. I have a business. My husband has a business. I have friends. Not very many guys, but I have friends. No, I'm just kidding. I have friends, but (laughs) I have friends. I have a social life. You know, I have all these things. And so if something goes wrong in one of those areas, it's going to affect me. It's going to affect me at work. And so if I had the roughest weekend, which sometimes it happens and not saying that I'm like raving or anything, but like if I'm helping a friend move and I pull something in my leg, or if I'm helping a friend with emotional or like they're unloading on me all weekend, then I'm emotionally drained come Monday. Okay. So when I go to work and I say that I need a chill day and then I'm like, you know what? It's gonna be a movie day. And I set up a tent in the living room and I make some popcorn and I make some oven s'mores or whatever. And I set the kid down and I'm like, we're gonna watch two movies. Cause today is not just one movie day. It's a two movie kind of day. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited and they're excited. And you know what? That's enough. That is enough for me. That is enough of me to give to that kid that day. The kid is not suffering. Having one day of straight screen time, if, even if it was 24 hours, which obviously I don't recommend giving your kids screen time all day, but even if it was, think about this, one day of a full day of screen time, most nannies out there work eight to 12 hours a day, one day of that, fundamentally that child will be fine. I swear by it. And if they're not, you could probably call in soup. No, I'm just kidding, please don't. But I swear by it that strongly because nannies get this in their heads or nanny families where they're just like, no, the nanny needs to be doing letter drills and number drills and their colors and they need to be learning some languages and learn some instruments and they get all crazy. And you're like, whoa, cool it, man. Like I had a rough day. The kid is fine with this activity. It's keeping them entertained. And of course we still like talk through the stories that are happening in the movies. So like, oh, hey, did you notice that? What color is the dragon? Oh, you like the dragon. Yeah, you can still do all of that and still engage with the kid, that's cool. But sometimes not every day needs to be like structured activity after activity after activity. Mm -hmm. 
And I think it's important to know that. And another thing I wanted to touch on really quick is that Sarah was talking about if you've applied for a bunch of jobs and you're not getting any replies back, that's fine. Sometimes it's what you're putting in your resume. Sometimes it's what they're looking for. They have the right to look for the perfect nanny for their family the same way that you have the right to look for the perfect nanny family for you. So it doesn't always mean that something is wrong, but that would be a time where we could set up a 30 minute, I'm gonna start opening slots soon. We could set up a 30 minute nanny mentor session where you get on, I get on, we get on like Zoom or Skype or something. I haven't really figured it out. I kind of hate Skype. I'm digressing. Anyways, we'll get on and we'll chat about it and we'll figure out what's happening. Cause it might just be that like, for example, on care.com, they'll only send your message out to so many people if you're not premium. It could just be that. Or it could be that the person got it, but the time of day that you sent it, it was one of those like, oh, I saw the notification, I clicked it, I opened it, but I didn't reply because I'm gonna reply later. But then of course they never do because they forget because life. So we could figure out together what's causing that. Um, but by no means should you be getting down on yourself about it because it may not actually be anything that you're doing. And even if it is something that you're doing, you still shouldn't get down on yourself about it because you're an amazing person as a whole and you need to look at yourself as a whole. So that's my two cents on the topic. Um, yeah, no, I think that's great too. And I think, you know, part of being confident and feeling like worthy is also investing in yourself. And so if that means scheduling an appointment with you to figure out, to troubleshoot and talk to an expert on, hey, what is my resume? Or is it a, called a resume for nannies? Yeah, it's called a resume. Okay. So. <laughs> um, like, what am I putting on my resume? Just troubleshooting and saying, hey, I'm worth it to have a job that I really love. Like, I want to work with a family that I really love, that I, you know, the perfect nanny family, like you said. So sure, you could put stuff out there, but if you're not getting, you know, any responses or maybe the only responses you're getting are jobs that you don't really want, telling yourself, hey, I'm worth it. And one of the, one of the ways you can prove that you're worth it is by investing in support too. So talking with like Rainy for advice on how to get that perfect family and then also investing in yourself to how to grow your skills as a nanny too, which I know she, you work on too, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we, I do talk about um, starting your nanny business, so the business side of things, the financial side of things, the technical side of things. But I also do talk about keeping up, you know, upping your nanny game, um, keeping up with the times. So like, is it that you want more money, but frankly, you don't have another skill to charge for? come to me, we'll figure out a skill because there's always a skill you can acquire <laughs> that will allow you to build, um, to raise your rates. And so that's definitely something that I can go over in a mentoring session as well. And speaking of investing in yourself, um, Sarah has the confidence camp. And for those of you who want to invest in yourself and really want feedback and what she said so far has really resonated with you, um, I know that sometimes we can't always afford to put out a lump sum, especially when we're starting a business. Um, but Sarah, can you talk about, do you have any options available? I think you have a payment plan, right? Yes, yeah, exactly. Um, so I do have a payment plan. And like you said, sometimes it's not practical to put out a lump sum. And I want to do everything I can to work with people to make it so whatever plan they choose is what's going to work best with their financial situation and, and their life. So basically what I offer 
is an interest-free payment plan. I know 2020 has not been kind on many people. That's why I've decided I was before charging interest, but I, at this point it's interest-free. So whether you pay it all up front or whether you pay it over 12 months, it's going to cost you the same, no matter what, there's going to be no added charge, no interest, nothing. Um, so I'm really excited about that. I just introduced that about a month ago, I think. Um, so it just, I feel really good about it, about giving that option to people. I know when I invested in a, in a business coach, I, the option was basically like pay up front or pay monthly, but it was like, you know, a couple hundred dollars more a month if you paid monthly. So to be able to have that option for people is like really exciting to just, Hey, you can choose to pay monthly if that's how you can do it. Um, but yeah, again, I mean, viewing it as an investment. That being said, that's a payment plan and I want to be as flexible as possible. But to be <laughs> quite honest, the goal is not for this investment to be easy. Part of the accountability piece, part of moving forward is showing yourself that you're worth it to invest. And again, like we talked about, you know, before, this is a set of skills that you're going to be taking with you throughout your whole life the rest of your life. So sure, the program only lasts six months. I say only, that's a long time. But <laughs> You know, if the program lasts six months, this is a set of skills that you have for the rest of your life. So when you think about, hey, I'm going to invest this money now, I'm going to go through this confidence camp for six months. But I literally have these skills for the rest of my life. These are skills that some people go 40, 50, 60, 70, their whole life without knowing without having these skills. And so thinking about like, okay, yeah, well, I'm sure I'm investing this much now, but what does that come out to like for the rest of my life, like a cent a day? I don't, I don't know the math, but you get the point. It's like, these are skills that you're taking with you forever. So it's, yeah, it's the point is it's not meant to be, it's not meant to be easy. I want it to be a commitment. I want it to be proof to yourself that you're worth investing. And I think too, my goal um, for women, especially so many women, you know, maybe they're moms, maybe they're used to taking care of everyone else. They're used to taking care of their husband and their kids and maybe going to work still and cleaning the house and doing everything for everyone else. I find this a lot. This is very common, especially among women, is that sometimes women, like we don't know how to prioritize ourselves, and we're always used to putting everyone else first. And so when we think about like, okay, investing in myself, investing in my health, I think most people think, oh, it's kind of a luxury. Like, well, when I, if I ever have the money, then I'll invest in myself. But my goal is really for, to help women see that this isn't a luxury. This is a necessity. Your health is a necessity. Number one, when you're prioritizing yourself and taking care of yourself, you're gonna be able to take care of other people better. That's just, you know, you, you have to fill up your own glass before you can give to other people. You have to put on your oxygen mask before you help the next person. Um, so as far as like practical, you know, steps, when you invest in yourself and you put yourself first and you take care of yourself, you're going to be able to take care of your family better. You're probably going to be able to financially take care of yourself better, whether that's confidence to go out and get a new job or confidence to grow in your current job. Um, it just, it's amazing how many aspects of your life this affects. So trying to help women see that your health is a necessity. It's not a luxury. This should be 
just as important to you as like if my car broke down and I had and I needed to get it fixed. This is how important it should be. Because if you don't have your health and you don't feel good about yourself, you miss out on a lot, you know, and, and long term obviously we know like what the effects could be when your health is not where it should be. Yeah, so. and I do wanna um scratch. <laughs> yeah, and I do <laughs> Yeah, and I do want to touch on the fact that, you know, Sarah does have the portion of the confidence camp that does help you lose weight, which I've seen some amazing results from that. Um, but also there is just that aspect of maybe like for me, I'm just gonna be honest, I feel great. I feel like I look great, but sometimes I am so dang tired. Like I don't even understand. Like I can't even explain to you. And part of it is, after talking to Sarah, finding out is it was what I was eating. So it wasn't necessarily that I was eating too much or that I was eating unhealthy foods, but simply the amount of certain foods that I was eating at certain times of day, they were, they were making me so leggy and exhausted that I didn't have the energy to chase my toddlers around when I was nannying. And so you really have to think about health as a whole, your mental health, your emotional health, your spiritual health, your physical health, because that as a whole is who you are. And so, you know, it's not always just about the way you look, but it's mainly what I want you to focus on, especially if you join her confidence camp, because I know it's what she wants you to focus on is how you feel. It's mainly your mental health and your emotional health. Those are the two biggest parts of feeling good about yourself and then being able to exude that confidence, that confidence in your everyday life, okay. including your business. Exactly. There's a saying it, that I that I like. It's how you do one thing is how you do everything. So we see even in different aspects of our life, whether that's financially or whether that's in the foods we're eating or whether that's spiritually, most of us have these patterns that we go through, whether it's like doing really good for a long time and then not doing so good. How we do one thing is how we do everything. So like you said, this isn't like you know, it's when you work on one aspect of your life and prioritizing yourself, it has such a profound effect on your whole life. It's kind of unbelievable sometimes. Yeah, it's true. So if you're interested in her confidence camp, I will link that below or in the bio, depending on where you're watching this. Um, and I will also link her podcast confidence and cocktails. I talk about it in like four or five of my videos at this point. I love it so much because it is the absolute perfect jolt to start your Monday, to start your work week. Um, so I will link those around, all around. And I will also link my mentoring sessions where you can sign up for those as well, all around. Um, so if you're having specific nanny problems, you can come and we can talk about it. So Sarah, if you could give one piece of advice to a business woman specifically a nanny about being confident what would it be hmm that's a good question one piece of advice honestly um this might sound repetitive but get the help you need if you're feeling stuck get support you are worth it you deserve it and and just you know really keeping in mind that it is possible to have a job that you love, have a job that you enjoy. And no matter what people say, there's always going to be people who don't, they just don't understand entrepreneurship. They don't understand running your own business and that's okay. You know, they have good intentions. It's okay. We can take what they say. 
appreciate their intentions and move on <laughs> and know that it is possible. Like hold that belief true because it's going to make it a hundred times easier when you believe that it's actually possible. If you're sitting there saying, I'm going through the motions, but I don't know, I hope it'll work out. It's not going to have the same result. You're going to, whether that's like some underlying self-sabotage going on, it's just not a good mindset to be coming from when you're sending out applications and resumes or meeting with families. It's really not a good mindset. So I guess my number one piece of advice would be hold that as true. Hold it as I can. I deserve to have a job that I like. I can make what I need to make or what I choose to make, the rates that I choose. And I can set my own schedule. I can do this. It is possible. Hundreds of people have done it before me. There will be more to do it after me. So holding that as true and just trying your best to keep your thoughts in alignment with that. Sweet. Well, thank you, Sarah. Again, she's from Happy Camper Coaching. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I will link her all around. Go follow her. She's amazing. I love her so much. And if you guys really loved this, go ahead and give it some likes. Go ahead and subscribe. Go ahead and comment and share and do all of the things that they tell you to do on all the social media platforms because if you really loved her, we will have her back. This has been fun. Thanks for listening to Confidence and Cocktails. If you would like to connect in real life, Follow me on Instagram at Sarah G. Piland or visit my website, happycampercoaching.com. Talk to you soon.